Daniel Tice was not happy that I did not include him in the people to watch out for in this game, but luckily, we did just enough. And I promise I will never, ever neglect you ever, ever again. Hope you guys are having a fantastic time while you're listening to this podcast, and hopefully I can entertain you guys for the next 10 to 15 minutes while it is happening. My name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. So, without further ado, let's get into it. The Memphis Grizzlies were able to take down another strong Eastern Conference team, this time in the Chicago Bulls. We won 101-290, and the Memphis Grizzlies go back above uh, 500 by two games. 27 and 25, and the Bulls fall to 22 and 31. The Memphis Grizzlies tied the Bulls in the first quarter. They outscored them in the second and the fourth, and the Bulls came out roaring in the third. And yeah, we we came back roaring back in the fourth, especially. Um, and that was the quarter that we really won this game. So getting into some stats for the Memphis Grizzlies. Number one, starting off as always with Kyle Anderson, 29 points, two for eight from the field. Five points for him tonight. Six assists, four steals, one block, five rebounds, one for six from three. Didn't take a free throw. So this is this is kind of the Kyle Anderson that that we're all expecting to see. I mean, this is what I keep saying, but like whenever Kyle Anderson has an off night, it stands out because he's been playing absolutely incredible and out of his mind this season. Um, but yeah, not a great night for Kyle Anderson. But six assists, five rebounds, we'll take it. Dylan Brooks with 17 points, three sorry, seven rebounds to assist for him one steal six for 19 from the field and one for four from three hit all four of his three throws as well and so yeah i think this was a great night for him getting done seven rebounds like i said um six for 19 is not very efficient but he was able to hit six of them and put up four points from the free throw line making that 17 and so it wasn't a bad night for him uh and i would say a solid solid night for dylan brooks up next, Jonas Valanciunas puts up another fantastic performance of 26 points, 2 assists, 14 rebounds, 0 for 1 for 3, but 12 for 15 from the field, hitting all 2 of his free throws as well in his 34 minutes. Yeah, JV, excellent, excellent player, um, and he's been playing excellent these last couple of games. Um, field goal percentage is really high, really efficient, 12 for 15 there, and yeah, I would say it was a great night for him. He was a plus 21 when he was on the court. And yeah, he was able to get some three rebounds as well. And so, great night for him. John Morant, in his 36 minutes of action, had 13 points. Um, with 10 assists, he able to get the double-double tonight. Always great to see. And three rebounds, five for 14 from the field. Able to get it done from the free throw line as well. Three for four. He missed his only three-point shot. Um, and he had five turnovers. So that's the only low point. But John Morant was catching lobs tonight. Had a great catch from Grayson Allen. Uh, his arm, he just was gliding through the air. His arm just looks like it extended forever. Um, and he caught the ball and slammed it in. And so, excellent. I would say this was a good night for John Morant. I wouldn't say excellent night, but it was a good night for John Morant. And, yeah, he really just stands out from, the, from this Grizzlies team. He has a plus 23 on the night, which is the highest um, by a Grizzly player tonight. So, John Morant tacked down the assist. Sorry, the turnovers a little bit. 
Um, but yeah, it was a good night for him. Grayson Allen with five for ten shooting, um, with fourteen as four, sorry five for ten shooting, fourteen points, two assists, six rebounds, four turnovers for him. So not a fantastic night. Um, he was. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say he didn't play well. He played good. Um, but yeah, bounce bounce back from his not so great three point performance with four for nine tonight. So pretty good night uh, for Grayson Allen. I'm not gonna complain. Bench starting off with Brandon Clark having a great comeback game with nine rebounds, nine points, four for six from the field, one assist, one steal, one block, and one turnover. Xavier Tillman with a good night of two points. He didn't play that much, so I would say it was a good night in his 12 minutes. He picked up two points, one for two from the field, getting one rebound and one assist. Tyus Jones with three points, one for four from the field, two assists. Kind of inaccurate, but a pretty good night and help off the bench. John Contra with 10 points, sorry, 10 minutes, three points three rebounds. And finally, Desmond Bain with nine points, 16 minutes, and two rebounds. Assist, a steal, a block, and one turnover. Memphis Grizzlies were without Xavier, uh, sorry, Killian Tilly, Sean McDermott, D'Anthony Melton, and, uh, oh, man, what's his name? Justice Winslow. I can't think. Justice Winslow tonight. The Memphis Grizzlies as a team shot a pretty good 41% from the field, 32% from three, so once again, low three-point percentage. Um, we were able to hit one more three than last time, so we'll take it. And then free throw was was much higher, much better with an 85%. Only two free throws missed were by Brandon Clark and one by Ja Morant. Rebounding was excellent, 51 rebounds. Assisting was pretty good, three shy of 30, being 27. Seven steals, seven blocks, 20 turnovers, and 101 points. This was a low-scoring game, um, as you can see, but yeah, 20 turnovers, that's not good. And I am very, very surprised that you're able to get this win. Um, we just started out really, really slow. I mean, it was tie game in the first quarter, but in the third quarter, we really started to let it go. Um, but yeah, pretty good night for the Memphis Grizzlies, as the statistics show. Um, but now let's go over to the Chicago Bulls um, for their analysis. Starting off with Thaddeus Young for the Chicago Bulls. He had a pretty good night of 20 points. So I'll say pretty good. I mean, really, really good. 20 points, one assist, one rebound. 10 for 15 from the field, missing two of his three, sorry, two of his two three-point shots. P.J. William with two points, three assists, one uh, rebound, and two steals. One for three from the field, 0 for one from three. Nikola Vucevic with a pretty contained night of 17 points and 10 rebounds, getting the double-double as well. With one assist, five steals, seven for 19 from the field, three for seven from three. So good night for Vucevic. Uh, Staderansky, I think I said that right. I'm sorry if I did not. Don't take it for, don't take it personally, though. I am really bad with these kind of things. With two points, two assists, one steal, and one for five from the field, missing his only three-point shots. So, not a very great night for him. And then finally, Zach Levine with 21 points, nine for 11 from the free throw line, picking up nine assists, four rebounds, two blocks, with four turnovers, and... Yeah, he shot, he shot uh, basically the same of John Morant, 5 for 14 um, from the field, but he put up a whole lot of points at the free throw line, so that is definitely going to help him. And so, yeah, he hit two threes out of his eight attempts. So, yeah, Zach Levine, very, very great player, and I, I would say definitely underappreciated and underrespected. Their bench, really just Daniel Tice. That's really everybody else. Uh, and, and Kobe White, which we'll get into in a minute. But Daniel Tice with 18 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 8 for 12 from the field, 0 for 3 from 3, and 2 for 3 from the free throw line off of the bench. So it was a great night for him. 
Um, he was de- he kept he definitely kept the Bulls in this game for a long period of time and even helped them take the lead at many points. And so Daniel Tice, you may not be in a definite playoff position at the moment, but it's looking good for you guys. And finally, Kobe White with 24 minutes with six points, two for. Uh, sorry, yeah, two for eight from the field, two assists, two rebounds, 0 for four. He was really the only other bright, bright spot of this uh, bench that I really want to mention. Like everyone else scored under, under two point, two points or under. And so yeah, I mean, I'm not really going to say anything. And so their bench was a really big downfall. But Daniel Tice was able to make up for it um, with his amazingness and shooting ability. The Chicago Bulls shot a pretty efficient 41.9% from the field, 16% from three. Their bench took a total of 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 shots from 3 and missed all of them. And their starters shots 2, 3, oh, 10, 11, and 19 shots from the 19 shots. They made 5 of them. And so, quick math there, guys. Um, but, yeah, they were not efficient from 3, which the Chicago Bulls are pretty a pretty good 3-point shooting team. They were just off tonight. The highest 3-point three-point shooter was Nikola Vucevic, the center. And so, yeah, Kobe White is only really, really good from three, but he missed all four of his shots tonight. And so I think the bench was a big reason they lost this game and their three-point percentage. They shot a pretty good 79, 76% um, from the free throw line, 13-4, 17. 40 rebounds, 23 assists, 8 steals, 3 blocks, and 17 turnovers. Memphis Grizz is beating them in the rebounding and assisting and the blocking. And so... Yeah, and obviously the points were 101 to 90. And so the big reason the Bulls lost this game um, was their bench didn't step up and some of their starting lineup didn't step up. Sadoransky, P.J. Williams. Now they are without Garrett Temple, who's normally in that starting lineup position at shooting guard with Sadoransky and Levine. But yeah, they just, they're just not really... Um, they didn't step up tonight, and they definitely could have used it. It was a very defensive performance. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies out-defended the Bulls. And so... I think that I think that is a big reason they uh, that we were able to get the win. But I I got to give credit to our guys. We we put up an offensive uh, offensive uh, heave for the starting lineup. But not only that, uh, it was a well-rounded bench. We had two people with nine points, two people with three, and one two. But that may not sound great. But comparing to the other bench, they got zero, two, 18, 6, and two. And so, yeah, the, our bench was better and. We our our starting lineup was better from the from just shooting percentage as well, and so overall this was a good game for us to win. I was a little bit nervous that we were going to lose to all Eastern Conference teams that are pretty much in that are in playoff positioning that they could make the playoffs. Um, that would be a bummer. So I'm glad we were able to get this win. Gets us some morale and definitely some confidence um, over some of these other teams. Before I get into the uh, just the standings now. Um, I want to mention that this was a really, really important game for us as I was watching it because all, like, literally every single other team um, won their game that are behind us. The Warriors, the, um, let's see, the Warriors, the Pelicans, the Spurs, all those guys, the Kings even, uh, they all won their games. So I'm like, okay, if we lose, we're going to be in a pickle because, yeah, because San Antonio, Golden State, Sacramento, Oklahoma all won their games. And it's just, I don't. Want that I don't want it to be as close as it needs to be. And Dallas lost their game as well, and so that gives that gives us a little bit more leeway and closer to them. Now, actually getting into it, the Chicago Bulls fall to twenty-two and thirty-one, which they are now three and a half games. Be- sorry, two and a half games. No, I can't read three and a half games behind the Indiana Pacers um, for the ninth seed. 
And the Memphis Grizzlies are still in the 8th seed with a full game above the San Antonio Spurs. The Golden State Warriors are behind by 2, and the uh, New Orleans Pelicans are behind by 3. So, and yeah, we are two we are two and a half games behind the Dallas Mavericks. And so, this was this was a good win for us. Uh, we get to come back home against another team, which I'll mention in a minute. But yeah, every win, every win matters at this point. I say it every single episode, but it's true. Every win matters. And so we got to get these wins that are decently easy um, and so that we can so that we can take advantage of the times that uh, we're not playing so great teams and profit off of that um, in the win column. Speaking of getting in the win column, the Memphis Grizzlies are going to try to do that against the Dallas Mavericks. This is our final game on national television. So we're going to try to take advantage of that. Taking a look at the injuries for both teams. The Dallas Mavericks are without Tyrell Terry, um, and he he's out for a long period of time. And so, yeah, I assume that would be, uh, I, I assume that would be, um, because that would be for this game as well. There's no timeline at the moment. And then finally, for the Memphis Grizzlies, we are going to be without Justice Winslow, D'Anthony Melton, and so yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. still out, and Jonte Porter, and so. That is a bummer. I'm so sad that we're without these guys. I don't know where they are. Uh, they're they're having problems with their quads and their legs. Um, but, yeah, whenever they got injured, I didn't know it was that big of a deal. Um, and so maybe they twisted it at a workout or whatever. So hopefully we'll be able to win this game. Uh, this will be a really good one. I love winning on national television. It just shows that we are a force to be reckoned with. But we always are with teams that are so difficult to beat, like the Lakers. The Mavericks, the Suns, the guys like that. Like, I don't really understand why ESPN, one, gives us so little games, and two, they don't give us, they give us games against really, really difficult opponents. And so, that's a bummer, but we just got to keep going. The Memphis Grizzlies are a um, two, sorry, the Mavericks, sorry, the Mavericks are a big favorite in this one. 65% chance to win this game. Um, but yeah, what we need to do, watch out for Luka Doncic. Uh, he is a fantastic player. Um, and yeah, he's taken over the league. Interestingly enough, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, and uh, Luka Doncic are really sad that they're having a play-in game. They're they're saying it's a big waste of time, and that should not be a thing. And so, first of all, they're saying this now that they are kind of in trouble. And so, Kristaps Porzingis actually is questionable. Um, right here, it is saying that Kristaps Porzingis is going to be as they're just going to be resting him. Um, but I think we can just go ahead and assume that they're playing. I will have word. Um, out there as soon as I put out another podcast and just see what we think. And so, yeah, this will be a great win for us, uh, but especially because in the playoff standings, the Mavericks will fall one and we win one. And so that would just be a one-and-a-half game lead over us. And so this is a really big one, uh, I would say, because of all the reasons I said. So hopefully we can get that win 8.30 Central Time on ESPN. So wherever you are, you can watch that game um, if you are interested. I definitely will. But that is going to do it for me today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you absolutely did enjoy it. If you want to hear more fantastic music, the music you hear in the beginning and each and every end of each and every one of my podcasts, go check out Harley Genius on YouTube. Puts out some great music, so you should stop by and give it a try if you have not already. Just one click. Uh, once you get to the YouTube, it's that simple. Harley Genius. At least give it a try. I'm not. I'm not being paid to say this. I just think you definitely should listen to it. Tomorrow, I will should have a podcast talking about... Actually, I might take a day off tomorrow. Um, maybe... Oh, no. Okay. I'll have a, podcast, a shorter podcast talking about the um, Jamal Murray injury for the Nuggets. So you can look forward to that, uh, how I think that might affect it. 
Also, you can find me on YouTube, my website, and wherever you listen to your podcast to continue to support me. Links will be down in the description wherever you are watching slash listening. Finally, I hope your team is absolutely fantastic in the rest of the NBA season, unless they're applying the Memphis Grizzlies. Until next time, my name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Later. Later.